most dudes don't truly care about your past unless it's affecting this right here. Right Welcome to another episode of Something for the People. This is your boy B Hunt, aka the Silent Prophet, along with my co-host Big Country. What's good, people? How y'all doing? Couldn't you couldn't let the process be the process, and and that's the frustrating part about it. Is that's when that broken person goes to another person mm-hmm. that and, creates that. and creates another broken person. Look, treat me like treat me like a movie producer, fam. Did you ever see the script before the movie? No, no, unless you're the actor in it. Yeah. We go, hey, look, this is what we doing. I'm going to chop this out. I'm going to change this up. I'm going to flip that around. All for you. And yeah. then when we go present that to the world, we present our masterpiece. But the problem is people letting people into the writing room. Like, even dudes give each other more compliments. I'm not going to give you the same compliment I would give a woman. But I'd be like, man, if somebody asks me, what do you think about old boy? Oh, he's pretty old. That's a compliment. You may not agree with but it, but is one. Oh, oh, I like them shoes. The shoes are fire, bro. So, yeah. That's and I got good taste. Okay. Oh, it's certain things that dudes would give a compliment to. What it do? Welcome to another episode of Something for the People. This is your boy, B. Hun, a.k.a. The Silent Prophet, along with my co-host, Big Country. What's good, people? And for the women's view and pleasure, I brought the Don. I mean, you, because I, I call you the Don all the time. You call me whatever. We've been knowing me since we was 12. Cool. <laughs> I know it's government, but I call him the Don. For the ladies' view and pleasure, I got the Don back. All right. That being said, when did guys start getting so soft? To attack women on social media. Oh my God. DJ Academic on the Fresh and Fit podcast. He got called, you know, out his name. But in 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 the ladies' uh defense, most would consider it an accurate statement. Okay. It just is what it is. If we go it's with true. The, even even myself, if we went through the, the scientific what is that obese? I myself would fall into the, the, the plus size category in my current state. Yeah, he wouldn't. Uh, this fat boy said, swag all day over here. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. I'm trying to go back his way. But outside of that, he got called out his name and then he started a verbal assault on said woman. In, re- in relation to that, shout out to the Fresh and Fit podcast. They you know, they they altered that they didn't alter that situation. They called him out on it and then they told him get right, right? How do we feel about that? But we also taking that instance and molding that into a whole dynamic of a generation for the most part. How does how do we feel about that? Well, my issue is there's a lot of people out here that are being soft. And what I mean by being soft is like if I got something to say. I don't care who I got to say it to. I'm going to say it to them. But when you bite your tongue, when certain people around, but then now all of a sudden you want to get on these podcasts and start disrespecting women, but you won't say nothing to the dude over there that uh, got through calling you out your name. Like, if you watch the video, literally old boy charged him up and was like, bro, what the hell are we doing here? And instead of talking to the dude because he was worried about what he was going to say to him, 
Because he knew, yes, if you step to a man that way, oh, bro, we can take this off screen real quick if you need to. Right. But he going to start basically forget about what he say. Let's talk about the woman. Let's talk about your voice. Let's talk about these things. And my issue is, when did we become so soft that, bro, if old boy had issue with you, why wouldn't you charge up old boy? Because you knew you were going to get dealt with. That, that whole that whole uh segment it was like um it wasn't surprising to me but i just want to say this like kevin samuels had done a lot of good for for uh you know us as men who have problems with pointing out problems with women and all of that but he's also done a lot of damage for guys like this they just think when they get a certain amount of money that women gonna look at them a certain way but at the end of the day when you're not attractive it's gonna get pointed out when you're not holding yourself, uh, you know, in a in a masculine frame. I guess you could say, when you're not carrying yourself like a man, you know. So when she made that comment, she didn't, she she wasn't being disrespectful to him, like for the longest part. She was being very respectful, and it wasn't just DJ Academic. It was uh, old dude Sneeko too. He was calling her all types of names, and then you got uh, I forget his name. There's a swollen guy, I forget his name. I follow him on Instagram. But he was telling them, like, no, she don't look like that. She doesn't. She's attractive and all that or whatever. And she was a married woman. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I just think it's it's just uh, Kevin Samuels just made a lot of guys feel like I make this amount of money, I, I do this, this type of job, I, like, that makes you some type of uh, desired person for women. And, and a lot of times those men get used from women I've dated right. before. You know what I mean? They just, you just an easy lick to use for money or whatever. So DJ Academics, he never had women before he got famous anyway. So, I mean, he, he just, a girl called him out for what he was. I mean, she didn't lie about nothing. In my opinion, he's just a weak man. He's soft as hell. Like it, it was so many men that checked him and he did not have that same energy towards them. That's why what he, it's just completely out of line what he did. Regardless if she was right or wrong, you talk like that to a woman, but you didn't talk like that to none of the men that said that to your face. True statement. I first of all, I, I, second and then I third. <laughs> the, the, the the viewpoint here, my thing is one. Granted, we contrast the fact that he didn't do that when he was talking to a guy. And that's how we get our point of reference. Like, hey, you you saying this, that, and the third, but when he said you ain't got no problem with it, or if you do got a problem with it, you bite your tongue. But when she said you getting all out of pocket and you getting real loud. Mm -hmm. So that's our point of reference. But what I, I want people to understand is this is what happens when you start disrespecting masculinity, when you start saying, oh, we, we you can't be a masculine man, right? Because... A man gonna be like, hey, she talk if she if if, if if for any odd reason she was talking crazy to him, you still a woman. I'm, and I know feminists gonna take real like super disrespect to that statement, but reality of it is, you're a woman. Your intent ain't to truly harm me, especially in no physical way. I know this, so I'm not finna go left on you. Unless I'm a guy who go left on everybody, I don't. Yeah. I don't switch. I don't change. I don't. 
I'm the same. I'm consistent. As a man, if I'm volatile, I'm a volatile man. I don't back down. I don't step up. I, when I'm dealing with people, you know what you get when you're dealing with me. And that's honorable amongst men. But a lot of the, like I said, when we start talking about this agenda to make, hey, it's okay to be emotional. No, no, no. I mean. Because you got to understand when a man's in a space where, okay, it really is time to go to war. Because I guarantee you, if he talk crazy to one of them dudes, then it's time to go to war, right? Yeah. Ain't no room for emotion. Ain't no room for that. Because now we put ourselves in a dangerous situation. So, I, no, it's. Don't get me wrong, for those who need to talk to their therapist, yeah, I pay you to listen to me, and your job is not to judge me. But when I come through and you try to tell me that, hey, you, this is a safe zone, ain't no safe space for a man. Stop the facade. Because if you really want to know what's going through my head, how I'm really feeling all the time, you're going to be like, this, this dude off. Yeah. But in reality, it's not that I'm off, I'm calculated. I'm thinking about it all the time. I'm studying. I know the best thing I can be is consistent. If I'm an asshole, I'm an asshole everywhere. If I'm a gentleman, I'm a gentleman everywhere. Because that's who I am. When you start to switch up and sway and all that, you violent. I don't know. I can't trust you. When you got to stop this in that indecision phase, a lot of people don't want to buy that stock, man. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's just weakness that pisses me off. Is because, as a man, you claim all these things. Like, I stand on anything I claim. If I said I did it, I did it. If I have an issue with somebody, okay, either I'm going to go solve the issue or I'm going to leave the issue alone. It's one or the other. But what I'm not going to do is be like, oh, because I know you can't do nothing to me. Let me go pick at you. But, oh, all these other people. You know what? Ain't going to say nothing to you. Like when T.I. charged him up, he had a lot of people charge him up because of him running his mouth. As a man, I'm like, bruh, you cackling more than the women are. Right. Oh, my God, you and your feelings, you talking about, oh, she hurt your feelings. She called you fat. That, and that, that right there is like, okay, as, when you're a man, bro, like when you feel like something's a threat, that's how you react. Like, Obviously, you're letting a woman threaten you mm-hmm. and, and, and make you feel uncomfortable. Like, and, and a lot of, just part of rejection, bro. Like, she didn't see him in a positive light. Right. And I don't think she meant to do that because he kept poking at her. Yeah. He kept poking at her. Like, I literally saw that, her and, and Sneeko. But um, at, at the end of the day, just a form of uh, him not being comfortable with himself that's that was an insecurity that he had right yeah i'm saying i've been dissed before i i I mean i still do to this day i I get it's something they're gonna point out and i'm like okay cool and these same women you know they see me in person it's a different story you know what i'm saying so me me personally i don't take nothing nobody say disrespectful to me on the internet personally i'm like well you don't know me you know what i mean if you just met me for five minutes Nothing you say finna offend me. Yeah. Let's just talk about my mom or my daughter. And that's, and, but and that point, that's because that's of respect. Yeah, exactly. That's disrespect. Like, but anything other than that, but man, I don't know me. I'm not finna get upset because you made an observation. Okay. Like, oh, you, you said I was fat. I'm like, okay. Yeah. You call me the overweight lover. I don't care what. My response to anything negative. Hey, I still got chose. I'm not. I'm not looking for you. 
I'm not saying that no one is. I'm just saying, me personally, I'm not. So, yeah. All but, I'm here to do is give you good advice. Hey. But the issue is, I see a lot of men now leading with just money. And oh, if I got money, oh, I could do all these they, things. And they revert, they revert that back to like uh they started bashing single moms. I don't you're a single mom. They discredit a lot of women. Even like I am in a Kevin Samuels group, a woman will post a picture looking fine as hell. They'll be like, Is she a single mother? Does she this and that? Like they don't ever just appreciate a woman's body. You know what I'm saying? I love like, it. To, to me, like, to a lot of men, bro, it's like, if you don't like something about a woman, you don't have to voice that all the time. At least True. talk about what you do like. Because if you keep bashing women, you do look like feminine, your penis, all the stuff that they antagonize you with, yeah. you give off that energy because yeah. you constantly yeah. have bad things to say. When women are beautiful creatures, man. You saw how they were trying to do Laura London? Oh, like, what hey the man, shoes. She wow. still look good to me. Wow, wow. Well, like, hey, you feel that thing? We gotta be honest about it. Her and me alone could be related. I saw the movie. I'm like, y'all look a little too close. Y'all, that could really be. It's the dimples and the it's, it's something. I was like, y'all, y'all really do have this this look about y'all that y'all related. I don't know how. Mm. Maybe six cousins down, but I know. Yeah. Six degrees floor. of separation. Hey, it is what it is. Outside of that, going back to the topic. You linking it to the generation and, and all the times makes sense. You ever go to a store? Like, how do you feel about craft singles, man? Like, like the cheese. Craft singles. I like craft. What was the issue with craft? I, I like them. I, I like them too. But if, if I, I start, start pointing out all the flaws in craft singles, I can make you hate them. Yeah. Mm. The reason they call craft singles is because there's not enough cheese in craft singles to be called cheese. Although we still call it cheese. Mm. Now, what I just said was a fact. That's not an opinion of mine. That's a fact. The reason it's called craft singles instead of craft cheese is because there's not enough cheese in it to be considered cheese by those who actually make cheese. But going back to what you said, if I appreciate what I'm supposed to appreciate about this, it's amazing on my sandwich. Man, a grilled cheese sandwich with some crap. I, I like it that when I throw it on, on the grill, I can flip it without putting cheese in my pants. All the benefits. <laughs> Instead of going around talking about is she a single mother? I can tell you one thing. Somebody bought that, fam. One person yeah. said, what she's selling, I like so much so. I'll be connected to it for 18 years. I know I will. I'm willing to risk that tonight. Just to deal with that. Now, granted, you get a customer review. Hey. He ain't around, the baby ain't 18, what's the issue? If you want to ask those questions, most men don't. But if you do want to ask it, you can get a customer review on that woman if you choose. I think it's petty, but if you want it, it's there for you. Mm -hmm. Right? All I'm saying is this. Appreciate what it's meant for. If you know, even if she's a single mother, appreciate the fact that she can raise her child and hit the gym and stay fit. Yeah. 
She got she care about herself and she care about her child. Easy. Yeah, they they really be attacking that uh, the the overweight community. I'm like, yeah, you might not be able to have your first child with her, but at least you know if she do have your child, she's not gonna be lazy. You have you know that physical proof, visual proof on what she would be like if she right. have a child. So it, at the end of the day, it's just it's just me. I I know it's a little bit you know more leaning towards on on women's behalf, but there's just too many men just view women as vagina. Yeah, and right. if they don't understand like. I mean, shit, you come from a woman. You come from that. That that you develop inside of a woman. If you just minimizing her to just a piece of vagina, bro, you doing yourself a disservice. If you just messing with a bunch of women that you just want to have sex with and they don't bring nothing more to you, like you really doing yourself a disservice. I know as men we can we can do a, we we don't have to be emotionally involved to have sex. Just because you don't have to, don't mean you shouldn't. You know, like you trying, to, you trying to take my name, fam. <laughs> how you gonna How you gonna like, sit next to the prophet and try to be the prophet? It's off experience, bro. <sighs> I, I could say for a personal, me, the women that I've messed with in the past four or five years have been beneficial to my life in some kind of way. They actually care about. Me. Well, you know? I. Uh, 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 I mean, I respect and definitely understand, but I gotta uh, come at it from another angle. Mm. Even if you're just sex to me, that doesn't mean I have to disrespect you, mistreat you, or call you out your name, or make you feel belittled or anything like that. Right. The fact that, okay, you like what I like. We both are in this together. The I just don't feel that a man has to play down, especially black women, but just women in general. I don't feel that a man should have to play down a woman just to be like, oh, well, I'm superior to you. I know who I am. I wouldn't care if everybody in this room right now said, bruh, you lame. Okay. I know who I am. But when you don't know who you are, especially as a man, <clears throat> you start getting in your feelings. It's like, oh, everything everybody says affects you. Oh, my God, I can't believe she hurt my feelings. She said I wasn't attractive. Yeah, because she's not attracted to your money. I don't see what the issue is. I want people to take a lesson from Steve Urkel. Through that whole show, fam, what did they call him? Lame and a nerd. Did he ever back down from that? No. No. He went through the process... And he did the whole, I'm going to change it to Stefan. Because in his mind, I can show you exactly. I can show you exactly what you want, Laura. You want me to look like this. Act like this. Move like this. But the problem is, Laura, I'm not that. I'm Steve Urkel. And if we check my qualifications, I'm a genius. I've been a genius since you met me. I... I'm, I'm so, so smart, smart and so calculated and know you so well, I know exactly what you want and can go make that for you. If I choose to belittle myself and be somebody I'm not, I can have you today or tomorrow. I can do it right now. Fact is, I'm more comfortable, I'm more confident in me as Steve Urkel Then I ain't going to do that for you. And you still going to try to get with me in the end. Yeah. And in the end of the show, even though he had one of the bad speeds, 
First of all, I would pick Myra over Laura any day of the week. Beautiful, beautiful woman, and she was down for him, dog, without question. But he knew what he wanted, and his confidence wouldn't let him settle for less. And his confidence in self wouldn't allow him to change himself just to fit something that he knows it's gonna fade for you. Because at the end of the day, I'm not gonna want to keep up that facade. Yeah. When it comes down to uh, academics, bro, we all know you living in the facade. You were speaking about a, to, to rise to fame. You were speaking about a lifestyle you knew nothing of, right? So when you get tired of that facade and realize that women see you as an overweight guy, it happens. Women think you're a little bit lame. It is what it is. But when you own who you are, I guarantee you, you'll be able to sit at a Fresh and Fit podcast, get called out your name, and still be like, all right, it don't, it, it, it ain't going to change me. Yeah. Because it's confidence. Two things, though. Uh, I remember I remember talking to a, a woman who uh, who lost weight, and she, she would feel funny about guys that like her at her smaller size. You know what I mean? Because she's a different person. You know, she would feel funny about that. You know, but she made a change to a lot of criticism she had. But besides that, you know, a lot of men got to understand this. If I'm wearing a white shirt and you tell me my shirt is red, I'm not going to respond to you because I know for a fact what the fuck my color shirt is. True statement. So if you're not sure of yourself, bro, a woman will make you, it, women are like mirrors a lot of times, mm-hmm. okay? And to me, if you are a man who dealing with women and they, they, they don't approve of you at all, or if you don't approve of them, let's say that, you don't approve of them, if you can't just walk away and leave them alone, you're weak. I'm sorry. Arguing with women, bro, on the internet is the weakest shit you can do. Really is. It's nothing. It's not going to get you nowhere. Just leave it alone. Go on. Confidence in self. Okay, mm-hmm. confidence in self. Fever. If she don't, if mm-hmm. she don't like you, and she she down talking you, and she did, leave it alone. That's one that don't like you. Let it go. It's okay. Call you fat. Look at you. Am I fat? Yeah, she right. You right about you that. You want to fix it, fix it. If you don't, mm-hmm. be confident with it. That's all, man. I'm confident in my fatness. Except you. Not me. Like I said, I'm confident in it. Because I'm, I'm going I'm to move on because I'll jump back in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> could you be in a relationship if the sex was horrible? I mean, that's, that's, that's a real question. For I, me, I'm going to just say... If the sex was horrible, hell no. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I know everybody wants to have this, oh, love conquers all. Yes, love does, but I want to make sure that I'm getting what I wanted. Like, I do not want to sit here every night and be like, it ain't going to get no better. I'm not talking about, like, you know the sex is not going to get no better. Hold I, that's what, because that was my challenge point to your statement right there. Okay. So, what is, in your opinion, what is the ultimate symbol or sign of love? 
the ultimate sign of love is actually, I think, compassion, trust, and actually understanding each other. All right. So when you put compassion, trust, and understanding each other together, you get this product called compromise. Yeah. So if I come through and I tell you, hey, I really do love you. Okay. But your performance in the bedroom is lacking. It's just not up to par with what I envision for us in the bedroom. How often can a man say that, though? We ain't worried about a man. I'll get okay. on men in a minute. Okay. I'm getting on you ask me. Okay. If I love this woman and her mm-hmm. sex game is trash, mm-hmm. and I come to you and I explain to you that, hey, I love everything about you. The package you got is absolutely amazing. There's one area where I can see room for improvement, and that's in the bedroom. Okay. Do do you feel like she wouldn't compromise and be like, hey, well, let me read these books. Let me talk to my homegirls. If she really love you. Okay. If she really love you, she'll make them moves in order to be like, hey, let me... Let me, because in my world, I ain't never been lacking in bedroom performance. I just sought to make my performance better after listening to the dog. And I was like, he said he went to these classes and he been blowing, blowing minds. I was like, my wife deserves her mind blown. <laughs> Give me these books, man. What this dude say? Okay, try that. Done deal. But it's, if, if I'm not trying to service my customer, who who took who who out of all the fees I went, I offered her a lifetime membership. Okay. I was like, you got a lifetime. This is what you got today, tomorrow, and forever, babe. You think I'm gonna lack on the the package? You ain't gonna be able to go out and tell nobody that you ain't got the best. Why? Because I'm gonna always seek to be the best. And like like I said, if if the sex was trash, only way I'd be like, I can't be in this relationship is if she truly ain't finna try to do no better for me. I'm finna be controversial. Too shy. But do you like in your in your relationship, everyday life, do you like to keep people outside of like outside of you what you and your wife have, correct? Correct. Correct. Okay. I don't understand why people don't think like porn damages their relationship. I really don't get it. Mm. Especially off of these classes I've been taking. Let me let me just Spread some knowledge to y'all real quick. It's a lot of us go to therapy, but not many people go to sex therapy. It's a thing. Your your mental is biologically connected to how you have sex and how you operate. If you're not having good sex, there's a disconnect mentally with your relationship because that's how you express love. You know, we porn, we let porn, all these people posting it, discredit what sex really is. It's really how you connect. You have a part of your body literally made to connect to another person. Hmm. When you have an orgasm, you li- you you release so much bonding uh, hormones. It's ridiculous. So this is this is not just just something we just don't. This is connected to everything. So I challenge couples, you know, go a week or two without sex, without watching nothing. Plan a date when you have sex and see how excited you get. 
when you closer to that day. Just just try. I, I, it is mind blowing. Well, I, I listened to you the first time. It was better. I'm gonna I'm I'm get this out because I'm this. This is what a lot of people don't know. When you go three weeks, three to four weeks without any type of ejaculation, male or female, these pills you take, that's what it stimulates. That feeling of not having sex, the excitement, the hormones that you get when you go weeks without sex, when you go even foreplay, that's all these pills are. It's the stimulating stuff that, that a lot of your mental brains are, are blocking. The reason why these pills exist because you watch porn so much. You know what I mean? Like, if you actually connect with a person and go off of their body, read each other's body or whatever, you're going you're gonna to naturally please each other. You don't need something to tell you what your partner wants. Because a lot of times, like, like when we watch couples that wear red together, Oh, that's cute. What they watch, they they wearing together. Y'all don't even like red, but they wore it. You know what, baby? Let's put on red because we saw that you do the same shit when you watch porn. Like it's it's you're it's a feeling, it's a feeling, and you 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 connect with a person, bro. And and all these classes, the the most the most outrageous porn stars you can think of. A lot of it comes down to mental stimulation. That is the key opponent in whatever you do, because that's just the basis of it. That's what foreplay is. It's building excitement. So whenever y'all do that, just, I'm telling you, just take it out. Just try it out. Try, try a week. Try two weeks. And see, just, because I, I do no fap. That's how I got in shape. I, I The longest I went was five months without ejaculation. Hell no. But it, no, but, no, no. Your, your brain operates different. And I, I could tell you when that when when that five months was up, oh girl got the business. <laughs> Everything was like you just appreciate a woman's body more. When dudes masturbate, you just lose that one. Even with women. A lot of women nowadays base sex off of how they have an orgasm. And not how a man touched them, how they connect with them, making a man orgasm, and all sorts. It's the disconnect. So when we're not appreciating a human body, that's where a lot of this stuff comes from. Ain't no way you could tell somebody you love them deeply and sex is trash. Something is going wrong somewhere. Either she holding trauma down that she ain't told you about, or, or something. Something's not connecting, bro. Uh, but I could be wrong. Everybody's different. Just a perspective to think about. That's all. Well, like I said, I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. I mean, I look at the whole thing. Sex should not be everything because you should be connecting emotionally. But let's be honest. For most men, you connect it physically before you start connecting emotionally. So if physically it's not there, your emotional may not be there because each and every one of us know before you knew you were in love, you got them draws. You weren't thinking about, I want to be in love with you first, and then... I mean, I, but don't get me confused. I've said on past episodes, I really do feel like this whole premarital sex thing has really damaged yeah, us as people. it has. But at the same time, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm outside the curve. Hey, I jumped into it just like everybody else. You know, it goes back to what you said. My homie said he hit, my other homie said he hit another one. I don't want to be the odd man out. Like, hey, let me go get some too, right? But if I could go back and just be like, 
absent and just remove from what you think, what you think, especially in my younger, more impressionable years, yeah. I do feel like what I am now could be different. It's, it's, it's like I don't have to go through the whole process of, because that artificial prove yourself to niggas who ain't did shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just, that, was a, that was a portion of life. Now that I'm older, I know how foolish and stupid that is. What the fuck I need to prove something to you for? Like, you've done nothing of, of substance in life, period, so I don't see the significance. But regardless, my one question that I wanted to throw in okay. there. Okay. What is trash sex in your... Because okay. from where he coming from, just so I can... Because I need to... Mm. Shape it properly so you can understand the question okay. I'm asking, right? From his standpoint, standpoint is it's a mental emotional thing. Like good sex, mental emotional. Okay. So he's the saying physical it, too, physical too. But, that has a point to do with. It. I'm just saying, like if you you say it in a relationship, if it's trash, right? You know that's that's why I was speaking from. Uh, yeah, we are physically attracted to some people. You just want to knock off. I understand that. I'm not trying to dismiss yeah, yeah, I'm not, yeah, but that. But that's still a mental thing. Like this woman is beautiful. Like, right. Mm -hmm. It's still baseline the same thing, basically. Okay. Okay. But physical attractive, mental attractive, and emotional attraction. Okay. And in order for it not to be good sex, oh. is it is it like? What component? Okay, oh, I got. Oh, I, let me bring on break it down for you real quick. For more. me, <laughs> I'm just telling you the honest truth. How I look at it is one of the best things about sex when you both are on that same wavelength. Like mentally, it's not about oh well, this box is trash or whatever like that. It's about the intent behind each other. I don't really have to tell you too much because we both know. As a desire, man, I want you. I, I don't know why I want you so bad. Right now, I want I want everything you want to get to me. And the fact that some people, when I say when it's trash sex, they expect all these other things, but they don't really know. It's like you didn't connect with that person. You don't understand. Like, now, if something... Physically is going on like odors, different things like that. Yes, that can be a trash sex because that's one of your five senses, your smell, uh, uh, the smell, taste. If my smell goes off, I'm like, oh, hell no. Nah. I already know in my mind this is going to be bad. This ain't going to be good. I don't even care if that, that could be the best box in the world. But, oh, that smell? Uh, oh, uh-uh. No, I'm good. I'm good. I don't even want it. Or taste off. If the taste is off, you're going to be like, man, I, in your mind, you thinking, I could swear this is going to be something heavenly. Like, it's like, uh, when, it's like when you think about certain things, your emotion, your physical, everything connects. So you're like, man, I know when I get this, I, it's going to be great. I still feel like when that, that comes right back to compromise. Okay, when I give you this report on what to, hey, the reason How often I'm not. Can you be honest with your report? If you yeah, in a relationship, hey, baby, you should dude, have that ability to be honest. When so, she down on you, like, like do it this way. Like, use more tongues. Or they, like, I don't get how you don't talk okay. about sex. No, no, no. I'm going to use that more. Like, I was like, if that's the case, then I should be able to 
in, in a general term, okay. we're talking general. We're not just talking because, yes, in a relationship, I should be able to tell you what's going on. But in a general term, the fact that I'm over, uh, how often can a man or a woman, because I've heard women say, I can't tell him his sex game is trash. Like, he's not doing it the way I want. Just like I've heard men say, man, I can't tell her that. It got this odor and kind of smell know, like really that. Easy fix. You need hey, to. you be smelling good. Like, what you be using? I don't use shit. Man, we think it's. What, what does it smell like? like? <laughs> they they, they going to try to reach for something. And they're they going to notice that you're paying attention to it. So they're going to put more emphasis on there if she wants to please you. I don't. I don't that won't. Like, but, it, but if they're out seeing it. I understand that reverse psychology is a, is a thing, and it, and it just in, in that case, I'm sure it might work. It, it hasn't worked for me. I was just uh, uh, never ever. But my thing is, how you going? How you going out there, but it never got, worked. Look, I'm gonna tell you like this: life is built on those uncomfortable conversations. Yeah. When you want to raise with your boss, do you go in there and tell him, "Oh man, my paycheck is really nice." So he can start paying attention to it. <laughs> Hell, motherfucker, no. You go in there and tell that nigga the truth. Or that, or that woman. Well, you know, I ain't going to take nigga out of this. I, I've been trying to change. That person. You're going to go tell whoever owns that company or is responsible for cutting your check, hey, look. You reminded me, man. This ain't what I was supposed to get. I need a raise. The quality of work I'm putting in deserves this level of payout. Right? If you a guy... You heavy in your personal grooming, you would hope, hey, you see what type of company you work for. I'm really into this grooming thing. This this B Hunt Corporation is really into grooming, okay? When I come in, my employees or my co-owners, we gotta have that same mindset. Hey, we are the couple that not only looks good, but we smell good. Live up to the company promise, the, the company creed. Live up to that. Because when we go out, we're a package deal. If we yeah. won now, when you go down there, you ain't smelling salt, fam. You ain't smelling salt and foam. I can clean this up. So when I come talk to you, I'm talking to you. Hey, look, as a as a partner in this company, I don't feel like you're upholding the, the company image. I think uh, you're letting it be a little lax here. I think we need to tighten that up. You do know... That's going to be an issue if you just come that's, out and just tell a woman that's, that. That's the question. That's the problem. You just had, we just had a whole conversation about people being soft. Yeah. We just had that conversation. That's true. When it's uncomfortable, that's when, hey, look, I'm not, ain't, it's not violent. It's not volatile. It's honesty. If honesty makes you uncomfortable, then you with the wrong person. I, unfortunately, I have to tell you the truth because... That's the only thing that enacts change. That's the only way we're going to change this thing. I have to tell you what's going on. I have to tell you that, hey, look, as much as I hate bringing this to you, I also hate dealing with it. Box ain't right, babe. Fix it. Respect. Vice versa. Young, young greatness. You, you lacking down there, and I know you feel like you puffing away, but you need to be eating today. It is what it is. I'm here for customer service. I'm here to please. So that's why I say I don't feel like you should throw away a whole relationship over a trash sex session. 
Mm. I feel like a conversation needs to be had, an honest conversation needs to be had. This is what, when I signed up for this, as beautiful as you are, my expectations for this was to be that. Can we get there? I know we can. I believe we can. We gonna do it. Just like, like I said, my wife ain't ever complained. But once I, once I jumped on the, on the Don program and said, you know what? There's a book out there that I can read because somebody's done this a lot, done this and done this a lot better than I have. And I know they have. Why? Because they were so confident they wrote a book about it. <laughs> read that book. And I guarantee if there was no complaints before, there's praises now. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm just, all I'm telling you, if you want a quality relationship and you want me to tell you how to get one, pay attention to your customer and over deliver. Simple. Done deal. All right. What are reasons that men don't like to open up in relationships? I'll tell you one, because like I said, I, I said this earlier. Feelings are weaponized for men. DJ Academics look like a simp. Why? He opened up this feelings box, but he's selective with his feelings. If you go into a battlefield crying, they're going to shoot you first. That's if the person on your side don't shoot you. <laughs> Why are you here? Why are you here? If you, this nigga crying? This nigga crying? Like, picture me and you, George, like, you, we just got out here, we about to box two people, and the first thing you see is me just turn up and start crying. You're like, my bad, I brought the wrong, I brought the wrong homie to this. Get up. He gonna stick me. Like, right? Yeah. So now, picture this from a woman's standpoint, right? Your job or your prehistoric job, the one that was assigned to you from birth that you didn't know about, but you grown to accept the societal norm. If something were to go wrong here, I don't need the crybaby to come up and, and, and solve this. I need the man. If somebody want to jump violent in your house, they're not looking for, I feel like you should have, you shouldn't do that. No. You knew my rules before you crossed my threshold. You knew that already. Your display of ignorance and intolerance to the rules is an outright declaration of war if you're in my house. You dis I'm going I'm to warn you first. Hey, fam, you need to chill. If you don't respect the fact that I came to you with peace, I'm instantly going to bring you war. I bring that back to the topic, though. It's not... A, it's not I don't show these feelings to you because as much as you think they're beneficial to you, they're not. They don't help you in any way. Mm. Feelings are fiction. Now, don't get me wrong. If you as a man need to cry, go find yourself a place and cry. And cry to yourself. And I know it sounds crazy. Cry to your therapist. Cry to your mama. You believe this wholeheartedly. I just know you. No, <laughs> cry, cry. But when it comes to your wife, I ain't got time for weakness. Because if I got something valuable, which I know I do, when I got something valuable, no. If you see me and you see me with this, understand. For this, I'll die. Ain't no, I don't need to cry about this. I don't need to figure this out. For this, you step wrong. You, This is thin ice, buddy. 
this could lose this could lose my freedom in your life. I don't have time to be out here acting emotional. That that's like like just DJ Academics is a prime example. I, I mean just like do you like even if we were about to fight somebody, that's somebody you gonna pick to have your back or be on your side or protect let's say your daughters uh you know near him and that something going on in the world would you count on him to look after your daughter and protect her it's it's, it's women have a natural desire to test us as men they just have to they need to know what's protecting them okay so i had to learn a lot of that from him i was raised by a single mom my stepfather was there you know, as much as he could be, you know, he's tried his best, you know, so I love him for that. But for the most part, you know, a lot of my mom's traits seeped on to me. Him having him as a friend and watching his dad, I knew a lot of ways that I was operating wasn't right. You know, I start coming prevalent when you become a father, you know. So if a, if a bang hits the door and it's a loud noise and the weather's bad or whatever, my kids, my family is looking at me. Right. So if they crying and scared, and I start crying and being scared too, what what's, what 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 safety are they going to feel at all? When they look at daddy and see daddy okay, the whole house is good. I'm I'm the protection. That's my job. That's why I hate how how the feminists are raising kids nowadays or, or boys telling them it's okay to be soft and i get that it sounds cruel to a lot of y'all and and you know boys shouldn't cry they should be able to cry when they hurt themselves. i get it i know how it comes off but no toughen the fuck up you crying about a scratch you know what you finna deal with in life <laughs> you have any idea boy straighten your face up and i used to be hard on myself with my stepson he he used to always, you know, say I was too rough on him. But I, I kid you, I hope I don't get emotional about it, just thinking about it, because he's growing up so fast. But, you know, me and his mother's no longer involved, but he just told me thank you for all the stuff that I'd done when he was a kid. Because when he moved over there to Dallas, he didn't have me or his mom. He was just there with his his uh, his auntie. And a lot of stuff that he that, that helped him get through was a lot of stuff I taught him how to be strong and, and, and to know when and when not to say stuff. So he learned how to control his emotions. He was a lieutenant, you know, but that, that, that you know, toughness that I taught him helped him get through a lot of situations. So I just think as men, we know what we're supposed to. We are the protectors. It's not beneficial for us to be emotional at all. You know, it's, if we do have to be emotional, I call Brian and then get his get his advice about it, but I'm not showing that to a woman. I'm just not because I know it's not gonna go well. Mm. Okay, the one I say I would say it would be the fact that as a man, you're never going to bring fire into your own home. I'm not gonna ever burn down my own home. I know a lot of time, and what I mean by that, a lot of times as a guy, I feel that. There's certain things that we think about, and then we have to, wait, 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 let me check before I say that, because if I say it and I use my mouth and speak it out there, 
it's out there now. It ain't no, oh, I could pull that back. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. You got to stand on that now because as a guy, if I'm doing wrong, the idea is I have to fix what I'm doing wrong. I'm not going to tell you I'm doing wrong because if I tell you I'm doing wrong, now it may cause more of a bigger issue because of that wrong. And as a dude, for the most part, you're not going to burn down your own home. If you're messing up on something, hey, one of your friends will tell you, hey, bro, you got to get right. Man, I'm messing up? Really? Yeah, you're messing up. But I'm not going to talk about certain things because it's like, as both of you said, in the house, as a man, you are looked at as a certain way. And when you deviate from that certain way, naturally, certain people are like, if I know I could depend on you 100%, but now I don't know if I could depend on you 100% anymore. It's like, man, maybe 75, maybe 60 or something. No, I want you to know for a fact you could depend on me 100%. So I'm not going to say anything that is more detrimental to my house. I'd rather deal with it, talk with somebody else about it, but I'm not going to come to my house and be like, you know what? This is all the stuff I've been going through. You know, I've been wanting to cry and let it all out and tell you exactly how I feel about everything because, honestly, in most cases, if you say those things, it's like a trigger that goes off. It's like, he ain't. He ain't got it together. I'll tell you what it's like. You got a structure. And men, unfortunately, I'm not even going to say unfortunate. This is fortunate for society as a whole. Yeah. In that structure, you are the support beam. Right? Yeah. That's what we do. We hold it together. I keep the roof up. I keep all this going. You ain't got to worry about going down. Right? But... If you walked up to the support beam, the primary support beam in any structure, and you start seeing cracks in that beam, that puts everything on top of it in question. Yeah. If I, was a, if I look weak, my family automatically looks... It don't even matter. My family looks weak now. Why? Because you the support. Yeah. You... When they say gender roles, I get tired of them artificial fake ones. <laughs> you as a man, you're supposed to be the... The, the fighter, the this, the that. No, no, no. You the support character, fam. Yeah. You the structure to where everything's falling down. You that one mountain that don't move. Yeah. We count on you to be the immovable object. Everything else can sway. A woman can say something right now and back down from it the very next second. She can do that. Yeah. And the only reason she can is because there's a man in the background that's an immovable object. That gives her that permission. Like, look, I don't care what she say. You understand the foundation of this, right? Because of who I am. Yeah. She gets to do that because what she talking about. Yeah. But when you're dealing with the primary, the the foundation, the support being in this building, you are talking to me. Why? Because if all goes to hell. The only person I'm willing to let die in here, that if if I got breath in my body, the only person that I'm going to let fall is me. That's the only person. Everybody else, evacuate, get out. I'll be here. 
I'm gonna hold this thing up. That you get where you going, you get where you going. I'll be here. I'm immovable. I cannot be shaken. So when you cry in front of your woman, you let her know there's cracks in my foundation. Yeah. That's why. So if you're saying that's hyper masculine, I already told you what I believe about hyper masculinity. I don't really see a problem with it as long as it's used in the right way. There's a place for a masculine man. It's, it's no hyper toxic. No, it's only one masculine, and you can Thank put you. whatever label you want to on it. It is what it is. I agree with everything you said. There's no, it's nothing else to put in that. I'm a man. I'm a man. At the end of the day, I'm a man, and I know, I know what I need to do, and because I know what I need to do, I'm gonna do what needs to be done. And I'm not going to complain about you, it or shake or crack about it. It's you realize in, throughout history, that's how stuff got done. You knew what you had to do. So I'm going to go do what I need to do. If we got to go off the war, I'm going off the war. That's what it is. It's not. is. I'm not going to be like, no, you go, I'll stay home now. That's my job. That's my duty. If I have to for this family, so be it. Even back in ancient China, they would have the man of the family one of the men for, uh, from the family fight on behalf of their family. And then if the older man was too old, then they would have one, his son or someone underneath that's going to stand in his position. But it just seems like nowadays it's like people want you to... I don't know. It's like they want you to be like Gumby. Like, oh, you ain't going to break. But you're going to bend each and every and all that kind of stuff. Like, being a, being a man is hard. Why? Because there's not, there's not a lot of movement in what I am. I am who I am. Yeah. If you don't like who I am, you're going to respect it. And eventually, I guarantee you, you will grow to like me as a man. Yeah. When you start dealing with them dudes, that's why frenemies... You understand how women can have frenemies, but men, you you can't have them. I can't be your friend and your enemy. I can't. Mm-hmm. Larry Bird, that's one thing I re- like. One thing I respect about Larry Bird. He said, after we got out of basketball, y'all could be matched without some friends. But as long as I knew he was my opponent, fuck him. I mean, he didn't say fuck him, but... <laughs> but it's so many words. He was like, I can't, I can't, I can't. There's no room for that. Because if I'm your friend, I'm going to do what a friend does for you. When you fall, I'm going to pick you up. When you hurt, I'm going to come to your aid. When you, But if I'm the person who's supposed to be hurting you and putting you in these positions, it's a conflict of interest. Yeah. Men don't have frenemies. Women, on the other hand, oh, you know, I hate her, but I love her. You know how that goes. I really don't. When I tell you I understand, I really don't understand. I'm lying to you. I just... <laughs> Because I'm so solid in who I am, I, I'll let you do that because I know that's what you want to do. That drama keeps you, like you said, a little bit of drama. Mm-hmm. On, it's innate. Mm-hmm. Me, I don't really want no drama. You need to know who I am, know how I move, mm-hmm. and move in accordance to how I move. My friends are my friends. My enemies. My, friends, my enemies my enemies. Man, you know mm-hmm. how I am. No. I ain't got to tell you. <laughs> I'm not even bothered. Like, here's what it is. I'm not, I'm not shaky on that. Solid. I just gotta yeah. be who I am. Uh, moving on to you won't believe this. You won't believe this is brought to you by 
No, no, don't forget to like, subscribe. Oh, yeah. You know I can't forget that. That's why we're here. Mm -hmm. If you haven't already, which I, I hope you have, I know you have, most of you have anyway, go ahead, hit the like, subscribe, notification bell. And if you are one of our many new, you know, people, one of the people joining this side, jumping into the, the United States or something for the people, what I need you to do in order to get your true citizenship, okay? I need you to go ahead, hit that like, subscribe. But if you want to bring other people into this, this is what you type. Something, the number four, D-A and people. If you're on YouTube, if you throw a podcast at the end, that'll get that paperwork out of the way. You know what I'm saying? So you can get your citizenship a lot faster. Trust me, people over in other countries who want to be part of the Some for the People Nation, they, they, they respect the fact that I give them an easier express pathway to citizenship here at Some for the People. So there's something, the number four, DA people, and if you're on YouTube, type podcast, clear that paperwork right up, okay? If you're on any other, other streaming platforms for podcasts, which is audio mostly, then you should be just fine. Just hit that plus sign. If you're on Apple, I don't necessarily know what it is on Android. That is not a knock to Android. That is just a fact of my life. I don't know. Oh, rate. If you like what you see, leave us a five-star rating. If you don't like what you see, just do us a favor and just go find something that you do like. You know what I'm saying? We only want five-star ratings on this end, fam. That's how we live. We get big, trust you, you can be a guest. All right. So, as always, love to shout out my beautiful wife. Check out her pages, um, wasteddesires.com. You could go on there, get waist beats, anklets, bracelets, chains, all the thigh chains. They have all different types of colors. If y'all were able to see, they're actually over here too. But check them out, wasteddesires.com. You could also go on Facebook or Instagram. She's on both of them. That's my beautiful wife out there. She is doing Yanni like mine. Ladies, take care of it. It does not take care of itself. And Trace is like mine. This is hair care for a, for a black woman by a black woman. Check them out. Yanni like mine. We was talking about the, 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 the smell. Of yeah. The sex part. yeah. You could have brought it up. Yeah. You missed the right. I mean, yeah, perfect. it's always a good plug, but like, man, I say it so much. I mean, shameless promotion, fam. The promotion is simply repeating what you said before until they get what they what, what you said. Like, I'm going to keep saying mm. this until you understand that I mean what I say. Outside of that, because I mean what I say, go ahead, look up Tyler Bailey, Luxury Clothes by Luxury Guy. Look up D-Mac. D-Mac's a barber. You should see him. I should see him. It's his brother, by the way. Also, SOB, State of Being. That's my cousin Mike. He does a podcast similar to this one. So if you look him up, you can hear what he got to say. If you don't like what he's saying today, listen tomorrow, because if he's saying something that most likely you'll agree with. Uh. I forgot my uh, Instagram name, so. Oh, gosh. How you forget your own stuff? When your phone, when your phone blowing up like this, fam, mm. you don't need a social media platform to channel them in when they already Why? got the number. Why? Oh, okay. That's what's up. I'm just saying. It ain't like that. I wish. I wish. Uh, good job. Cool beans. Georgia high school student facing criminal charges after breaking her teacher's leg. 
in an attack. Wow. With, this is so crazy because I'm like, I understand. Like, I would never want my child to think they couldn't defend themselves. But when you see the things that's happened on and goes on so much now, I'm like, first of all, you broke your teacher's leg. Like, for you to break your teacher's leg, it... You doing way too much. That's beyond, oh, I threw these hands. Or, first of all, why are you even fighting your teacher? That's the real question. But then, on top of you fighting your teacher, you know what? Let me go and break this leg while I'm at it. So that makes me think you were trained to do this because you don't just automatically grab somebody by a leg and break it. Like... More than likely, you've learned some form to be able to just break a leg, like unless she just jumped, yeah, uh, knocked out, really and then jumped really, on her leg. It's a really tough bone to break. Like your leg. It's not like you just easily That's do bad. that. It's not something you just. And it just brings to across. my mind, like, when did we get to a point where? It was just okay to do this stuff because you hear about all the shootings, the, uh-huh. the six-year-old going to school with the gun. You uh-huh. see all the stuff going on. I'm like, bruh, I'm like, when we, we, when we really, get here? We really need to start doing this reality check on, on everything. Because one thing, don't get me wrong, I am a proponent of the Black Lives Matter movement, right? Yeah, and I say the movement because I don't want you to associate me with the organization, because you know they got a couple mansions or whatever. But don't get that confused as me saying I'm against Blue Lives Matter, because I do believe Blue Lives Matter. Yeah. The reason I brought that in is because that's a clear cut distinction between, you know, the powers that be and the people that they supposed to protect, the serve and protect, right? Yeah, it's, it's a status. You, you as a cop, my expectations is for you to go through. And protect me should I be in a in a troublesome situation. That's what I expect. You know what I'm saying? You you signed up for that. Right. But at the same time, in doing your job, you shouldn't abuse your power and put me in a position to where, hey, I got a question whether you're doing what's right or what's wrong for me. But when we start taking into account how these kids are acting, right? Yeah. The teacher is in that classroom as one, if something should go wrong, you're supposed to stand firm in that classroom. Hey, I'm the teacher, I'm the I'm the order structure here. Yeah. You messing up, either I'm gonna kick you out or say what I gotta say, da 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 da. But when we already got dissension in the literal street to where the cop, the cop will shoot your kid, or vice versa, your kid will go up and physically try to assault a cop. You disrupted yeah. the order. You show no respect to the status. When you walk into an organization, you dis- you got to respect the status. Yeah. My job is to get you this lesson and get you home safe, right? Your job is to be an orderly student, listen to what I got to say, take in the information, get the grades, and go on to the next level. The whole structure is set up to benefit you in every way. Yeah. If you want scholarships, that teacher going to try to get you scholarships. You just tell them what you want. Right? Yeah. Being that, when did we get to a point to where the order is disrupted so much to where you feel like not only is my teacher 
a threat to me, which your teacher should never be a threat to you. Yeah. My teacher is a threat to me. But on top of being a threat to me, I feel so threatened to where I have to disable this threat by means of breaking said teacher's leg. Or where does the the order or structure get so thrown off to where I as a cop feel the need to not only try to lock you up, I need to shoot you down. And you unarmed. Yeah. We gotta start, we really gotta call into question how we move as people. Because we've reached a point to where the distrust of the governing bodies, whether it be at your school in a scholastic endeavor or in your social, which is your police and enforcement area, your judicial system, whatever you, the distrust is so heavy and so thick to where it's putting lives in the balance and literally putting us in a place to where I feel so threatened by the powers that be to where I will take them out in order to preserve just my comfort. That child, I guarantee you, was in no danger. Their comfort, their comfort alone was challenged. You possibly want to be a class clown or be a disruptive force or be whatever you chose. And now your comfort is called into question because I said, hey, you can't do that here. So now that teacher and that student got to get in the physical fist of cuffs because you disrupted the order of the room. You know where respect the rules is taught? At home. At home. Your daddy's too emotional. That's why you out here breaking teacher's leg. Your daddy either absent or he too emotional. Yeah. Your, your, your daddy, he ain't masculine no more. He put his feelings out for the world. It's cracks in your foundation at home. That's why you can't go to school and act orderly in order to get your grades, to get you wherever you're trying to go. Because you're only there for eight hours, man. You ain't got to act the way you act. Your permissions are only for your home. Somebody should have told you. The way you act at home, if you take that out, the only reason you felt that you could do that is because you were in a safe environment. When you're at home, you feel like you're in a safe environment. But if you out here, if that teacher had showed you and really taught you that lesson, see, that's crazy. That would have been a different lesson. Because in, in, in life in general, like, because I don't believe that teacher was trying to fight the student no. like that. Because I look at it a lot of times, and I don't understand when we got to a point where children had the exact same amount as an adult. You remember back in the day, you didn't know where the hell child's place was. You just knew you had to be there with your parents. Because the fact that they've been through things that you have never even come close to being through, on top of those things is the fact they know the way of the world, but now because of all these other things going on, you think you know how the world works. So you think we on the same level. That's like, I ain't never in my lifetime been like, oh, I've been mad at some of my teachers. But if I get up in my teacher face, all they're going to do is say, 
Don't make me call your mama. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna Order. go sit down somewhere. Instant or, or the worst thing they could do would call my daddy. If they call my daddy, oh yeah, oh and, yeah, and you get messed up. It's, it's rational. You might as well rational mind as Greg is. This Greg is my father, by the way. It's rational as he is. If the teacher calls, it's irrational because he don't understand. I bought you all the clothes you need, son. Mm-hmm. You're fresh. I drove you to school. You could have walked. I drove you. Mm-hmm. You're never hungry. They feed you. I make sure they feed you by paying them to feed you. So when did you decide to go in there and make it seem like I don't show you nothing? When did you decide that you're going to go show your teachers that I don't teach you? Mm-hmm. Emotional dance. You ain't got it. Mm-hmm. We gonna look bad together. Uh-huh. I'm gonna like, beat uh, you. I'm gonna show you what it's like. Let me I'm show you real quick. Beat you right here, right now. Don't, don't, get, don't get confused. And that will say what? That's mm-hmm. my mother, by the way. It's, don't go in here acting stupid with them. Cause mm-hmm. if you if you gonna tell them that's what I taught you, I'm gonna show you what they look like so you know that I don't teach you that. Mm-hmm. You act stupid here right now. Let's get stupid then. Let me get my belt. Let me get my switch. Let's mm-hmm. get stupid right here, right now. So you can understand that when you go home, that ain't what I taught you. You need to act like you got some sense. Mm-hmm. And don't act like you got a sense. In my world, I have taught you enough. Have some sense. Yeah. Sit down, get the lesson, and move on. This is a moment. Don't make this a lifetime, me beating you down. Get that lesson, go home. You remember the old school saying, I could show you better than I could tell you. If your parents told you, you knew when your parents told you them things, it was like, you know what? I'm good. I'm I'm, I'm good. I don't want it. I don't want want it. When you remove, don't get me wrong, I'm not not finna sit here and try to praise whooping. I'm sorry. I think sometimes they need it. Don't get me wrong. In my household, whooping still exists. Like, there is punishment when you act disorderly. Mm-hmm. That is what it is. I'm not going to discredit, right? But whatever your discipline structure is, if you able to talk to your child in a way that they understand, look, you need to do this and you going to do it. Period. And they receptive? I'm never going to tell you to whoop a child that's receptive. I know me though. I wasn't receptive. Yeah. Okay? Know your child. Know your customer. You trying to build the best person you can build. A research and development. I'm researching and developing a plan to raise this particular child. Every child don't have the same parent. Yeah. And I'm talking about in the exact same household. My upcoming and upbringing, though given by the same instructors in that grade, is vastly different from the instruction given to Anton in general. Those are my brothers and sisters. It's vastly different. And that's because they knew their customer. I know I got to do something different with you because you act a little different than who, who you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to give you a different... It's the same intent. I want you to get what I'm teaching, but I also know that I can't teach you the same way. I can't. Whereas Brian might need 10 licks, Bug might need 20. It is what it is. Anton might not need it. My Bug got to get 20. Hey, man. (laughs) Know who you're dealing with. (laughs) Know your customer. Know your customer, man. (laughs) 
It's all I'm telling you. I'm gonna tell you like this. I'm Mr. Willie's son. But if, yeah. if you don't know, anybody know Mr. Willie will tell you. Mr. Willie don't play that. He believes in respect, structure, and you gonna do right. You gonna do right. I don't care if he don't know how to do the information or homework or whatever. You gonna learn, gonna learn it. it. Oh, you gonna do that. They, oh, let them call Mr. Willie and Mr. Willie gotta get off of work. I promise you won't see me for the next couple of days. You know what? He gonna go and stay at home for a couple of days. Yeah. See, and I you know why? There ain't gonna be no nice oh, stay at home. It's gonna be one of them. You work. Man. <laughs> oh, no, nah, no. Nah. After I get up off this flow and all this kind of stuff, it's gonna be one of them. Oh, well, no, nah, no. Nah, I don't think you had enough. I remember I stole some one time from the stove. Man, my dad got three switches, soaked the mugs in water, just so they don't break up on you. Man, my mom come in here, she argue and yell at me. My dad come in with the switch. My mom come back in again, come back in with another switch. Man, after that third switch, I was like, you know what? It's uh, like some people may say that's abuse. My thing is, it taught me a lesson. He. Mr. Willie knew his customer. One switch ain't enough. <laughs> One switch for this child. This child. Because I've been telling you your whole life, don't you take nothing that don't belong to you. Mm-hmm. And you still found a way to pick some up that don't belong to you. Mm. Okay. You're going to remember this. You're going to remember this is a lesson that you really need to learn. This is when you could tell your kids and your grandkids about yeah. And look right now. He's a free man. Mm-hmm. Never been to jail. Don't <laughs> just look. Cause that's that's what people gotta realize. That that discipline, and I'm not saying that when I say discipline, I don't like when people confuse my discipline is I'm saying whoopings. For some it is whoopings. For know who you're dealing with. Your discipline is the balance. It is the linchpin between order and chaos. If I'm trying to keep you out of jail 20 years versus three minutes of this whooping, I I don't, they don't compare. I don't see. I just, I can give you this three-minute whooping and you can get this lesson that 20 years going to teach you, or I could be stupid unless you get it for that 20 years. I'm not, I'm not that cruel of a parent to let you take 20 years. Mm -hmm. I'll get out I can, I can teach that in twenty. I can teach that in three minutes. I'm sure. I'm sure I can. I've spoken enough. My boy. I don't disagree with nothing y'all said. Oh, at all. <laughs> I don't have nothing to say. It's just it's it's simple. It's just simple. I just wish we could get to the point where we can get everyone to understand and. Like, because I do care about the youth. I care about our young people because they're going to be the next, the next mothers, fathers, lawyers, doctors, all this kind of stuff. But when you have this sense of entitlement so early and think you can do these things. Next subject, that entitlement. I want to speak on it. <laughs> Because, because I took all your time. I know I did. I don't know. I, 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 I'm going to make pitch the next topic, too. Mm. I'm going to send it to you first, though. Mm-hmm. All right. Next topic. Jason Whitlock blames single black mothers for five police officers in Memphis. Well, for the And if you don't know, 
the Tyree Nichols, he got killed in Memphis. And this gentleman here, Jason Whitlock, is blaming being a single mother, single parent. I'm going to pass that to him out of respect for his time. Go ahead. Right, it's it's um that's but to blame that on single mothers was trash. Okay, that really that really was trash. Okay, but do we have that problem? That's another topic. These five cops, for them to not only do what they did—that's to me that's that's one thing. But secondly, they thought it was okay. They thought they could get away with it. Black people, please hear me, okay? Police brutality needs to be separated from racial injustice. Please let me clarify. I get we've had a lot of instances where, um, where black people have been, you know, uh, mistreated. It's uncomfortable to say this, but so have white people. There's an instance right now that makes me cringe thinking about it. It happened to a white lady. Her daughter was murdered by uh, a police a police officer. And going to her funeral, she got arrested for jaywalking by the same police department. Does it fucking matter what color she is? That's fucked up. So in our instance, we got black cops doing fucked up shit to a black person. Where's Black Lives Matter? You don't see that, right? So they don't matter unless they get murdered by white cops. That's kind of fucked up when you think about it, to be honest. Like, I'm sorry, but, you know, my stepfather has been beaten by cops in front of me three times. I'm very triggered by this shit. Okay, um, but the the sense of authority, I I don't want to bring up the fact that he was resistant, because at the end of the day, that doesn't give an excuse for him being murdered. So, police as a whole have a very screwed up system in selecting their officers, whether they're black or white take race out of it we can get more done because when we make this a us problem and not quit separating our shit we're not going to get nothing done making it a racial fucking issue i hate that we do that because they're brutal to white people too i work with a lot of them they hate the fucking cops so at the end of the day the cops are flawed as a whole period are they racist yes but there's more assholes than racist people. So if you address the assholes, we can get more done by doing that. This whole situation with this man even bringing that up, I disagree with a lot of stuff he's saying. Do we have issues with single moms and, and a lot of things that come from it? I could say that in my life, it's been problems, but that, that doesn't fit in this conversation. A man lost his life. 
A man lost his life, man. And it's clear as day. We've had issues with George Floyd. That still makes me cringe to this day thinking about it. Okay? You had officers watching. Nobody stopped him. Nobody stepped in. And even in this situation, we got nothing but black people. Not much different. Might be a different scenario, but at the end of the day, they're black people. So I, I challenge Black Lives Matter on that instance. Like, if, if they do matter, it shouldn't matter who take their life, if we should step up. But as a whole, I just think we do not address the fact that there's a lot of flawed officers out there. I personally know four right now who I've, I've known them as long as I've known you, Brian. If I saw them pull me over, I'd be scared because I know they've been through high school getting made fun of, and when they got that badge, that's they get back now. Yes. He was off duty one time, one guy. Uh, he, he, the way he was searching that woman, like it, I'm like, you, you serious? He was at a bar. Like, dude, he had his badge on him, but he was dressed like normal or whatever. But I guess he ran, had runners into this girl. I guess she was a prostitute or whatever. But the way he was feeling on her was just that, that abuse of power that a lot of them have is a problem. And I think, you know, because for you to just want to be a cop, you got guys who want to do it the right way. But I, from my, my own experience, I've seen more that just want to abuse their power. I just think as a whole, we have to take race out of the police argument. We really have to. And I know I'm not saying that when it's racial injustice, ignore it. We're going to address it as such. But the bigger problem is just bad cops in general. We have not addressed that. We keep making it a racial thing. And I don't think we're going to get far with that because you're going to say, well, well, what about these white folks that got killed by cops too? Their lives matter as well. It's going to keep being that, that power dynamic. If, if we want to address the issue, the baseline issue, is their selection process is flawed, and we gotta fix that. Just that's all I have to say about it, man. Cause, mm. Mm. well, my issue, like I, I definitely understand what you're talking about with the police officers. My issue is Jason Whitlock. The fact that you get on national TV, you run your mouth, and then you start blaming black women for what five grown men are doing right now. Not not to cut you off. I'm going to make, make a point. He did that on, uh, you know, I am a Republican. I know a lot of y'all disapprove, but that that station is pretty based on what I just said. So they're going to use that. Watch the, watch the episode. Well, there are black cops doing such and such that y'all were saying that these white cops were doing, and they, what about that? They're going to keep making that argument on them type of uh, uh, shows. So when you have a black man on there talking, that that really, like, pokes holes in our argument. So when we take that racial aspect out of it, we give you these type of uh, stations less power. You know what I mean? So that that's what he said it on is a bigger issue, too. Because that's they literally pick at everything I just mentioned. Uh, like, I guess to me, don't get me wrong. I believe right is right, wrong is wrong. I don't care your race. I don't care your feelings. I don't care your gender. I don't care any of that stuff. Right is right, wrong is wrong. Like, 
we as everyone should place the blame where it solely belongs on these five men that did this crime. Like, if you seen the video, I didn't think it was gonna be too bad. I was like, okay, they did some wrong stuff. But then I'm like, if you see the video, they throwing haymakers at him. Like, dude got his hands behind his back and they swinging for the fences, hitting him. He was done after like four hits, but they kept hitting him. Then he dropped to the ground. Like, he had already been pepper sprayed. He been shot. And all this other stuff. Then he's laying there unconscious. He ain't get no medical help, no necessity. My issue is, if you're going to report the news, report the truth. Like, stop trying to find these loopholes for everyone. Oh, well. It's, uh, oh, well. It's because uh, single black women. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Because, don't get me wrong, there's been some times I've done some trash things. And I can't admit to that because I'm a grown man. I could stand on it. But I had a mother and a father at home that loved me very much, that taught me right from wrong. I did some things. Don't get me wrong. It ain't nothing that serious. But I've done some things that I have not been proud on. I'm never going to go back and be like, well, if my parents would. Bruh, you are a grown individual. Y'all are on a police task force to actually help the black community. But you over here throwing haymakers. You had reports on you before. And now you got this stupid fool get on here talking about, well, you know, if the community wasn't like this and there weren't no single black women, like, do you hear what's coming out of your mouth right now? So you put the blame on somebody else instead of placing it squarely where it belongs. On them men. Just like with the George Floyd thing. Yes, I made the argument last week about how quickly they prosecuted the black officers versus the white. I'm like, yes, I still stand on that because I believe if the roles were switched, it will went, th went this way. But at the end of the day, Let's stop making these excuses for people. Let's stop trying to find something that fits your narrative. And just report the facts. Yeah. I like the Don a moment ago. I, I, I agree with what you both said. So much so that I'm just going to take my time to reiterate points that have already been made. If we take race out, and look at the cop for the cop and the organization of the police and the judicial system as a whole for what they are, regardless of race. Okay, let's just like I said, we just for the moment because I, there's more good we can do if we just let me step push that to the side and just look at okay, what do I have? I got some trash cops over here. What it could be that they racist, but. Regardless, we're going to throw them in the same bin as the person who uses excessive force. We're going to throw them in the same bin as the person who groped women for no apparent reason just because they, you know. We're going to throw all y'all in the same because we want to extract all of you. And we don't want a lot of rebuttal and bounce back from everybody else to get it. We just want to get rid of all of you. Yeah. So our selection process is going to be different. 
maybe being a policeman is a subscription, fam. Hey, we probably not going to renew your subscription this year. You know, I know you think you're a lifelong officer, but after we checked your, your ref sheet, you know what I'm saying? You, you've been here a year. We, we resubscribe one year, year two. I don't see in there where we can put you back. Why? Because you got these cases on you now. Is what it is. I mean, we, they do it to teachers. Yeah. So I'm just saying, if we going to entrust our safety as people to the police station, to the police people, I feel like a subscription-based program may be what we need. Vice versa. Not vice versa. In point to the greatness over here who is saying, hey, Stop blaming people who ain't, it's not their fault. Your parents do what they can. They doing their absolute best. And if it's a single mother. If it's a single mother, <laughs> I'm certain she's doing the best that she can. The fact that you are moving away from that is because you lack the necessary respect of the situation. Like, hey, your mom, like I said, Whereas it's a two-income nation, like the United States, if you ain't got two incomes, it's really hard to live. The fact that she's sacrificing as much as she can to make sure you have as much as you can is commendable. Like You should really double down on the fact that she... So it's not a flaw in her teaching. Now, granted, it might be a flaw in her teaching, but this situation, it's not a flaw in her, fam. You got to own that. You... You did too much. You went too far. You mm-hmm. have impulse control. You have you have control issues. Maybe maybe it's like my boy right here said. Maybe you spent a lifetime powerless and finally got a little bit. And it tastes too good. You drunk too much. Now your stomach hurt. Whatever it is, you got to take ownership. Especially once you reach that point of manhood. That's why I said as a man, your foundation got to be strong. You're the immovable object. If it's wrong. And you call yourself a man, it's always wrong. It don't cop too. And the co- they cops, they cops. You gotta, you gotta come to them for you know help and aid. And and it, we, if we feel like like that is not it, like you 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 are very much like questioning what you go what you're gonna get to to for your protection or if you need it of any type of assistance where you need them. Right. Like you questioning it, like just like we talk about the manager structure, they enforce law. I get that, but we call them for protection. Well, especially women, who who anybody, you know, any situation. I call you for help. I don't call you. I don't call you for a gun, fam. I don't call you to kill. I call you to assist and help us get to a peaceful resolution. Your ultimate goal is minimal loss of life, if any. Ideally, we want none. And on top of that, resolve the issue. It's I, I, I say I say it's simple. I'm not a cop, so I don't know how simple it is. I got a cop that's a friend, and thank God all the people he's dealt with go home. Yeah. If they don't go to prison because they need to, they go home. Easy. If you somebody who ain't moving in the right, like I said, don't blame your mama. Don't blame your daddy. You reach 21, you're still alive, their job is done. If there are any flaws left in you or things that you feel like you need to strengthen or, or, or bend to make right, 
so that you could be a better foundation for your household as well as the society. <clears throat> At this point, it's up to you. Yeah. Like I said, if there's books on 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 sex, fam, there's books on leadership, there's books on temperament, there's books, there's books, there's books, there's people. Get your resources in order to better yourself. Because the fact that you took that young man's life and in the fashion in which you did it and the blatant abuse of power that you utilized to do so shows me that there are flaws that you have not dealt with. And like I said, if we take race out, because we have to, it's black on black here. You take race out. The power dynamic. Five cops is one man. There's people who've been given the authority to, to to approach me and inject themselves into my situation. And there's somebody who, hey, just a guy trying to go home at the end of the day. Mm. It really is what it is. Uh, anybody else got anything to say before we? Oh, well, I always, uh, I do have one last thing to say. If you ever have, um, if you're in a fraternity or sorority, you probably have heard this. Evictus by William E. Henley. At the very end of it, it says, no matter how straight the gate, how charged with punishment the scroll, I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. I don't care what goes through your life. I don't care what you've been through. You grown now? Like, maybe if that happened when you were a little kid, stuff like that, you could say, oh, well, my parents and my upbringing. You grown now. You can change anything you want. You could be anything you want. But you over here harming people. That is on you. So you got to live with that. Not, oh, well, come up with an excuse. No. Stand on it. Be a man. You did it. Or you let it happen. Stand on it now. That's all I got to say. Cool beans. Like, share, subscribe, five-star rating, or just walk away. Just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> if you're on YouTube and you want to get a little bit easier, get past them little papers, like I said, something, the number four, D-A, people, and throw that, that skip line right at the back, podcast, and come up. Uh, yeah, this has been another episode of Some for the People. Y'all be easy. <laughs>